How you doing? Welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Minute with me, Alex Robinson. And I'm Johnny Ola from Miami. <laughs> I mean, I'm Larry David, pretending to be Johnny Ola, <laughs> pretending to be from Miami. Uh, we're here to talk about Minute number 24 of the Godfather Part 2. Two. Part deuce. Part deuce. You ready, Alex? I'm ready. Repeat after me. A minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. 24. 24. You know, I should have guessed that one yeah, first because I worked probably, probably worked. This is probably the, the, maybe in the top three you would have gotten right. Yeah, that's probably yeah. true. Yeah, minute 24 of The Godfather Part 2. Tell us about it. Well, um, oh, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after Tom Hagen slowly makes his way out of Mikey's office. The Don and Johnny Ola discuss uh, casino business. Johnny reveals that Mikey's plans are okay with Hyman Roth, who, not coincidentally, always makes money for his partners. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, who, not surprisingly, uh, is suffering from bad health. Oh, yeah, that too. <laughs> it's common <laughs> not knowledge. Good. It's not good. Not good. Uh, uh, not so good. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first reference to Hyman Roth's health, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Do you think um does Mikey ask knowing that like like he's gonna say that Hyman Roth isn't gonna but he's almost doing it just to see like oh I bet if I ask him he'll say Hyman Roth is <laughs> yeah, like testing to, yeah. to make sure. <laughs> well, it really got me wondering well, before I say that, we do need maybe to come up with a Hyman Roth Hyman Roth health alert sound effect because oh, throughout totally. this movie, Every time it's, it's brought up. Yeah, and it sounds like one of those health device warnings. Oh, you know, right. like Why don't you put it in right here? All right. What did you think of it? That was pretty good. I like it. <laughs> it definitely gets your ear. Definitely yeah. draws your ear. Oh, in, it so. should be. It should be. Maybe we change it and make it like a, a cash register is going because he always makes money for his oh. partners, even though he is in poor health. Got it. Okay. So something more <laughs> like. Like that. Yeah, how'd you like? How'd you like it? <laughs> it was good. It was more on point. We're getting there, closer, okay. warmer. <laughs> I knew you would like it like that. <laughs> um, oh, so um, I was wondering if Michael. So it seemed odd that Johnny Ola reveals to Mikey that Hyman Roth is in poor health. Mm-hmm. Is that a way that Hyman Roth and Johnny Ola are being strategic that it will let Mikey let his guard down? Yeah. Think I think I think that's like his that's brand. Tell him I'm, I'm having a yeah. heart attack again. Uh, Johnny, if he asks, tell him I'm tell him I'm not well. So, do you think is Hyman? Are you are are we implying that Hyman Roth is doing this as a shtick, or that he really is sick? That he really is oh. does think he's sick. I think he really thinks he's sick. Right. Yeah. I was. Does Johnny I Ola think Hyman Roth is really sick, <laughs> or does he just know no, that Johnny Ola? Does he just say whatever the boss tells him? If, if Hyman yes. Roth says he's sick, then he's sick. That, that's right. But I think Johnny Ola 
Johnny Ola knows that Johnny Ola is not sick, but Hyman Roth is convinced that Johnny Ola is also sick. Wow, that's like, like the like act, like hyper hypochondria by proxy. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, that's why he has Johnny Ola. He's eating oranges, mm, yeah. Munchausers by proxy, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's this? Maybe it's Munchausers by Ola. <laughs> <laughs> by Ola. Um, well, anyway, getting back to the beginning of the minute. Yes. Um, you know, this minute is sixty seconds long. Mm-hmm. I counted, and the first 19 seconds, a third of the minute, are Tom hanging out in the lobby. <laughs> yeah. So what do you? I what can't are, believe it. What are we to make of this? I can't believe it. What do you mean you can't believe no, it? No, I can't believe you counted all those seconds <laughs> like a schmuck. <laughs> I went to college. I thought it would help me get smart, but not like everyone says. Cinema time code counting lessons. <laughs> Time code keeping lessons. <laughs> well, th- there is some dialogue in a part of that. Oh, yeah. There Mikey is. And Mikey Johnny and Johnny Ola. Ola. They wait talking. till that door is shut, though. <laughs> yeah, you see, yeah. Tom, he is out. Mm-hmm. He's on the outside of that Once glass. again, he asks, hey, if you need me for anything, let me know. Oh, it's so sad. It's pitiful the way he says it with yeah. that kind of fake laugh. <laughs> let me know if you need me. I'll be outside. And then he just kind of like, he, so. Well, to put the, the nail in the coffin, Mikey then says, just tell Rocco that we're waiting, Tom. Yeah. yeah. So not only does he have to leave, then he has to tell Rocco because Rocco's going to come in. I guess. And oh. so he doesn't. He got stepped over by Rocco. <laughs> Do you think there? He walks out into the lobby, into a lobby, <laughs> and he uh, there's some people standing there, and he talks to them, and they kind of mm-hmm. ushers them out, and then he just kind of stands there. So, are we to take this as some kind of passive aggression that he is not telling Rocco that they're waiting for him? Oh, like oh, he doesn't wow. just go and immediately get Rocco. He just kind of like stands there, like like he mingles Rocco. Yeah. The way Al Pacino says, get Rocco. Well, t- yeah. Tell Rocco we're waiting. <laughs> but anyway, so what's well, the... Well, the conciliary's job is to, isn't it, to uh, monitor and vet the people outside, put them in order, prepare them. So maybe he's, maybe the dialogue outside is, hey, your request to Mikey or the reason you need to see me, it's going to have to wait. There's someone in there right. now. Rocco's so I'm assuming the line. He's like, yeah. oh, Rocco's so much more important than you. Can you, do you stand that? I he's know. like, he's like <laughs> doing it through that. I'm like, I can't believe you're getting stepped over for Rocco. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting stepped over for Rocco, Lampone. Yeah. <laughs> well, and Rocco's not even waiting in the lobby. Yeah. And Tom, it sounds like, where's, Ro- where's Rocco? I told him to wait in the lobby. <laughs> Well, because I guess Rocco is is taking Johnny's men to get food. Oh, remember right. he just said, yeah. "Oh, Rocco, take, yeah. uh, give them some oranges, yeah. Rocco." Oh, so maybe they're waiting for Rocco because he's supposed to bring Johnny's men back, not because Rocco needs to be in the room. But that's even worse that Johnny's men are in the office and Tom is oh, in the yeah, office. No, it's, it's lousy. Could you have the caterers come and send them in so they can sit in on this yeah. meeting? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, Tom, everyone but you. Could you come yeah. in here and you stay outside? <laughs> that'd, that'd be such a terrible game. Like he says, oh, Tom, we need you inside. And Tom comes inside and he goes, and he goes close the door, please. Tom, close the door. <laughs> Would you mind taking these plates? Johnny's <laughs> men have finished eating and we want to clear the room. He makes us shut the door first. <laughs> one of Johnny's sure, men, Mikey. one of Johnny's men dropped a glass. Oh. Could you, could you clean? <laughs> <laughs> I need you to clean it up. <laughs> that's like getting that's the way you know you control someone in this world you get them to clean something up yeah <laughs> now clean it off 
<laughs> no, I'm about, about Fungu, you, Michael. <laughs> I said clean it up. <laughs> I just, you just told me to prepare dinner. <laughs> <laughs> you just told me to bring these plates in. <laughs> no, if I were to clean this up, a judge could prove that I had something to do with. <laughs> that I was that taking drink. orders from you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, hey, one other thing. Did you notice the people out in the lobby that Tom conversed with? I noticed them, but I didn't know who they were. So I believe from several years ago when I saw the Godfather saga that that is that Sonny's daughter who's asking Michael's permission to get married to her fiance. It could be. Outside. Could be. Could be a fiance. I'm pretty sure that that was the next oh, group. Interesting. And, yeah. So is it like... In GF one, it was his god his daughter's wedding day. Yes. That's why everyone. So is it is it like any oh any time there's a party, like you you wait to to talk to Michael? No wonder he doesn't want to have parties and yeah. wants to remain send everyone home. It's not my daughter's not even getting what getting married, and I have to grant these favors. That's probably why when he went to Las Vegas, he was just like, let's shut down the party because like he didn't uh, want he want people lining up to start asking uh, for favors. <laughs> and no Sicilian can refuse a, a request on their day they take over. They do a hostile takeover of a casino. That's the uh, I like how the culture evolves. It's no longer just your daughter's wedding. Yeah. No, it's like bar mitzvahs because they're intermarrying. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Oh, and that's why in GF three he also says, "Oh, I'm going to watch. I'm going to listen to Tony Bennett records." He's yeah, he's slighting Johnny, but he's he's also he knows that's not yet written in the code. Like, oh, if he's listening, to, he's listening to Tony Bennett records. We can't ask him for favors. <laughs> or it's like you can you can no Sicilian can refuse a request on the daughter's wedding day unless they're listening to Tony Bennett records when the request is made. Then it's, then it's at the discretion of the don. So. Uh, no wonder Michael wants more lawyers for it and form a GF3. All these contracts. He doesn't need tough guys. Yeah. Oh, tough guy. Want to be a tough guy? I need lawyer. I need lawyers. I need lawyers. I need lawyers to write out all these provisions and the, the, the favors I need to grant when I have people over. Can you do that for me? Hoo-ha. I like him throwing in hoo-hahs very randomly like a kind of verbal tick. <laughs> hoo-ha, what do you want from me? <laughs> I already got plenty of lawyers. Hoo-ha. <laughs> Let's start it after his heart attack. Oh, really? GF3, maybe. Oh, it's so too <laughs> okay, good, we'll though. We got to use, we gotta Dude, use it more okay, than we'll that. Okay, we'll do it yeah. sooner. <laughs> well, and then he also has to cite himself. I need lawyers who can write out these provisions. Hoo-ha. Michael Corleone. <laughs> I need lawyer lessons. <laughs> Tony Bennett records. It's so funny. Do you think Tom ever relayed that Waltz dialogue to anyone, or was it just the? Was it just Waltz, Hagen, and the the wait staff? Waltz's wait staff that witnessed that. Did everyone ever learn about that whole dancing lessons, acting lessons? And you know, he, I, I know band leader. <laughs> I wonder. I feel like. Uh, I guess it would depend on how unique it was. I think the fact that. I don't know. The fact that they killed a $3 million horse or whatever, that would seem to be a unique thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, I, <laughs> yeah. I guess Hagen wouldn't, would not want to admit that Waltz belittled him. Belittled him? Him, him yeah. Possibly, but it could also be like because they had the final say in it. Like the more the more of a fight Waltz puts up, 
it just makes the victory all the sweeter. Yes. That that the, you know, despite all his his uh, you know his uh, chutzpah for for attacking Johnny, that not Johnny uh, for Tom, that ultimately yeah. he did wind up going along with. Maybe it's maybe it falls under um, client uh, lawyer client oh, confidentiality. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kay. If I were to tell you what he said when I <laughs> cut off his horse's head, that would be admissible in court. Well, when Hagen comes back, doesn't Don Corleone say, well, how was it, Tom? Yeah. He's like, oh, it was fine. I slept on the plane. Yeah. I guess uh, <laughs> he doesn't go into all. Well, he belittled me. He called me a uh, a, a kraut. And as you know, I'm German-Irish. And he also, uh, he, he referred to John. Like, Tom, I didn't need all that. It's TMI. The whole way back on the plane, he's all stewing about it. Nervous guy calling me a kraut. Give me kraut. He's just talking to anyone on the plane who will listen. Can you believe that? Hot shot of Hollywood producer? Boy, I wish I could have seen the look on his face when he found his dead horse in the in the bed. By the way, you're now all my clients, and that's now confidential, privileged information. If you um, if you share it, you'll need to appear at a court in the morning and show a cause. Woo! And we're on the plane. <laughs> anyway, back to this minute. Yeah, so I do think that was Sonny's daughter. I think it was her his daughter. It could be. And I was wondering if there was any significance to that. Mm. That Tom is out. Sonny's spirit is still we, we haven't had oh, the... Oh, and uh, this is right, too, when Michael's making business, doing business with Johnny Ola to take over a casino. Yeah. So, like, Sonny's... But the spirit of Sonny is represented oh, there. Like, he didn't right. have, like, the brains to do those kinds of deals. Yeah, I like it. I wonder if there's something... We, we haven't... Um we haven't had the scene with Connie yet, right? No. Okay. That's coming. <laughs> we had the first scene with Connie where we yeah. meet Merle, but we haven't had Mikey and Connie yet. Yeah, that's right. Um, I wonder if there's any significance to the order of operations. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the senator was first, so he's like the mm-hmm. highest, and then Johnny Ola's like another mm-hmm. crime guy, and then like the f- he saved the family for last. Oh, yeah. So, speaking of which, Johnny yeah. Ola sits down to talk with Mikey about yeah. the big Klingman deal. Yeah, this is um, great. And he says the uh, casino is owned uh, by two people. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jacob Lawrence. I didn't write down the, the name and of the Bar- other. And Barkley was another yeah, one. Yeah, Alan Barkley. Yeah. Um, both Beverly Hills attorneys. I looked up Jacob Lawrence, and it turns out there's a painter by the name of Jacob Lawrence, African-American painter. Huh. Um, by far the most famous Jacob Lawrence. Uh, mm. like he was the whole first page of Google results was just this one painter, Whoa. Jacob Lawrence. Did so, you find like, any GF two reference? Uh, no. Well, it just said Jacob, Jacob Lawrence? Lawrence was the owner of the it was the Beverly oh. Hills attorney who owned it. There was no <laughs> no further details on yeah. his uh, on his uh, life. But it got me wondering. I want to ask who is the real Andy Robinson? Andy Robinson. The question I have for you is this. Have you ever heard uh, your name? It's not. Both of us have names that are not entirely uncommon. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard your name in a movie? Has there ever been a character or that, that you've that there, some, there's an actor, Andy mm-hmm. Robinson? Is it Andy Robinson or Andrew Robinson? I think it's Andy Robinson. Or maybe. I don't know. He was in a lot of stuff. He was in Star Trek Next Generation or one of the Star Treks. Yeah, Next Generation. He played, uh, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? He played Picard, right? (laughs) 
Uh, no, guy. what was the character? He played the the Cardassian, the bald who, guy who steer, steered the ship, Kojak, right? <laughs> he steers the ship. <laughs> was he, he on next generation? Was he on next generation? No, he was on yeah, Deep okay. Space Nine. He yeah. was a Cardassian who was, uh, he was the Cardassian who was like a former spy who you weren't sure if you could trust him or not. Mm. Like a lot of Andy Robinsons, ah. but no, never a character named uh, Andy Robinson. I don't think so. Oh, no. I'm surprised. You think it'd be more common? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Although I, maybe you don't want characters that have common names. Right? I always... That's something I always wonder about because I'd always heard that um, you do want your characters to have common names because if they have an unusual name... Let's say you name the character Lou Vigliotti and then there's a real guy named Lou Vigliotti, he can then say that's that's slanderous or whatever. If it's a if it's oh, if it's an unusual name, oh, it's it, more yeah. likely that someone can raise issue with it. Or uh, if it's like Tom Evans, the, yeah, there's a billion Tom yeah. Evans. Now you got is, a billion lawsuits on your yeah. head. A class action lawsuit. <laughs> I need more lawyers. <laughs> it represents one. <laughs> that character. Re- that character represents one billionth of each of my clients. <laughs> it's a class action. It's a lawsuit. conglomerate class action lawsuit. <laughs> um. And you'll, so, be, you'll be damn sure we'll know all show cause. <laughs> I uh, never heard of a movie character named Alex Robinson, but there's a comic book character named Alex ah. Robinson. And I, uh, from, from an alternative uh, comic called Alex and Axel, hmm. about a guy who has a giant robot or something. Uh-huh. And uh, I went to him and I said, I met the cartoonist. And I was like, my name is Alex Robinson. And uh, he was like, huh? Like he didn't he d- didn't react to it at all. And he was, was the writer, cartoonist. Yeah, he was. Like, oh, I don't know if he thought I was mad or what the deal was. With oh. it. so uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sue you. Yeah, nice. <laughs> you have to go before the judge in the morning to show. Did <laughs> <laughs> have to go to a judge in the morning to show respect? <laughs> <laughs> so you were trying to tell me you got stepped over by a guy who had a robot. I did think it was weird that he was a cartoon, and I was a cartoonist, and he yeah. was a cartoonist, and um, and he hadn't heard your not name. Not that he, I guess that not that I was like, oh, you should have heard of me, sure. But like, I don't know. It seems like he would Google the name or something first yeah. to see yeah. if. Uh, but you know, yeah, I'm immortal now. Yeah, and plus I got half that guy's money, so yeah, awesome. and the robots too. Yeah. All right, so there All we right. go. That that is that is the real Andy Robinson. Yeah. Wait, which is the real Andy? The Deep Space Nine one, or the one you're <laughs> podcasting with? Technically, he was first. Oh, he was also in Dirty Harry. He was the villain in Dirty Harry. That's right. He's the he was a real psycho, sick guy, <laughs> real sick guy. That other one, not me. That's totally, the, that's not me. That's that's my doppelganger. Do you think K- people? Okay, that's not me. Do you think who people who play jerks and and uh, douchebags and and dillwads in movies and TV <laughs> shows are really like that? Like people who play villains repeatedly are really like jerks in real life, or like sick. I mean, I've never studied acting, mm-hmm. but you probably do have to get into the head of the mind and the you heart take, of the character. Um, acting lessons. <laughs> no, I'm a band leader. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so I don't know. I can see probably less so about playing a jerk rather than being famous. Doesn't fame make, tend to make people more egocentric? Yeah, and jerks. Yeah, right. I watched a movie about Steve, like a documentary about Steve Martin. 
Oh yeah. Like once he once he got famous, he they they named the documentary The Jerk. That's how that's what a that's what oh. a dick he became <laughs> once he got famous. It was terrible. <laughs> Is he jerk. considered a, a nice guy? I or you know jerk? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I've I've I think he's considered a nice guy, but yeah, I don't know. Huh. <laughs> that was a great joke. <laughs> was that it really was? <laughs> like I didn't see. I was so I can't believe I didn't see it coming. Because <laughs> because he tends to play jerk guys. Uh, yeah, I guess He's so. Just, like with attitudes, more, more weirdos than like jerks. I feel like I don't mean jerk like the jerk in the movie because I that's not named well. He's not a jerk in the movie. He's like a simpleton. Well, I feel like that's something that might have changed meaning over time. Oh, really? Yeah. Back then, it meant it's. I feel like for the, for an older generation, a jerk was just kind of like a loser. Ah. So, but I feel like in I think it is huh. taking on a more um, like aggressive tone. Yeah, mean, nasty. Yeah. Well, like someone who's who's dumb, you wouldn't say, "Oh, look at that jerk," because it, yeah, it implies yeah. a certain like yeah, like. Uh, but I think I think back in the olden days, it just used to meant like a, like a sucker. Like yeah. a, like a uh, a fool. Well, the original you remember the original jerks, mm-hmm. the soda jerks mm. of the diners. Yeah, I wonder if uh, what the deal was. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, we'll ask. We'll answer. We'll answer. History of the jerks. <laughs> History of the jerk. Okay, so there are two Beverly Hills attorneys that they own it. They own the casino. Great. Yeah, pretty so, straightforward. Yeah, Rumble's a good man. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but who really owns it, Alex? The Lakeville Road Boys, the Lakeville Road Group. <laughs> That's what he says. He does, yeah. The Lakeville, the old Lakeville Road Group. Yes, sounds like a, a dentist conglomerate. <laughs> it's probably what the, the probably what the Lakeview Road Group wants. Ah. They want their low, you know, yeah, low key Lakeville Road Group. Um, <laughs> later on, of course, we hear Hyman Roth refer to the Lakeville Road Boys. And he calls them boys. Yeah, that's later. what he calls them boys. So it's yeah. funny. I, it really stood out. The old Lakeville Road group. I guess Hyman Roth can call him that because he's like the boss. Oh, uh, yeah. Whereas Johnny Ola is more like a peer. So uh, him yeah. calling them the boys would that yeah. maybe be a little too familiar. But um, the Lakeview Road uh, group is based on a real criminal organization oh. uh, in Cleveland, the uh, Forlenza Syndicate. Hmm. It was also originally known as the Mayfield Road Mob. Ah. And um, Talk about conglomerates. <laughs> for the movie, they changed it to Lakeville Road um, because... Lakeview Cemetery borders Mayfield Road, so ah. so it's like kind of like if you know Cleveland, you'll be like, oh, that's clearly oh, that's great. Movie. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I love I that like kind that. of stuff. The local trivia. Yeah, apparently Cleveland had a big organized crime scene to the extent that they didn't have a little Italy in Cleveland; they had a big Italy in Cleveland. Really, that's what it was called. Yeah, it was called Big oh, Italy. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Wow. And I wonder if that was like at one point there was a small group of and then there was like a, a neighborhood of Italians that was like bigger. So they said, well, you know, what? let's call that one Little Italy and let's call this one Big Italy. Uh, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Does it, does Cleveland still have a large Italian population? I, I couldn't I, tell I you. Never hear of it as a yeah. place where there are a lot of Italian immigrants. I imagine once once the uh, jobs left, probably a lot yeah. of them probably mm-hmm. moved on to other things. Yeah, um, the Lakeville Road Group. 
But um, and Meyer Klingman runs the store, as Johnny Ola says. Runs the store. Runs yes. the store. Do you think he means Love like that. the the little uh, like sundry <laughs> store in the casino? Yeah, because when when uh, magnet, when they send you want, a, uh, you want a lighter, you got to go through him. <laughs> when Michael sends um, Al Neri to go rough him up mm-hmm. in the deleted scene that yeah. you referenced a few minutes ago. Uh, he ends up roughing him up. I was like, no, he just runs the front store. <laughs> you don't, he's not. <laughs> What's the matter great, with you? Great, Al, now you run. The Godfather 2 will return after the paywall. Go to godfatherminute.com slash support and you'll hear the rest of this episode. We talk about uh, what if Hyman Roth was the spokesman for Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> and don't forget that Hyman Roth always showed bonus content to his financial partners. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs>